Last time we commenced with Norwin and Annie making their way over the, the city toward the guild hall after the uh, read between between the very obvious lines of the crow simulacrum's uh, threats before he was poofed into ice and, and snow after an attempt at plane shifting him away. Mm-hmm. Um, Irv, having placed an, an anchor point with his fancy new sword, slashed through and saw that the fighting had lapsed at this, this moment in time and had seen... Um, uh, the, the likes of Annalise and Cassius outside, bodies of those that have fallen, the numbers of which I think we can canonize at 19 at this point in time. That is how many bodies died between the gnolls attacking, the fireballs inside, which one of them was didn't do anything because Scarlet had that crazy, awesome... Um, Wild magic surge. Wild magic surge that brought PPP people back. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right. Which, right. you know, to be very clear, things could have been so much worse. Um, in the end, nobody of name died except for Bet. Um, and the other numbers that fell were the ones that were fleeing toward toward Highmont and met uh, on timely end with Ivanti as the, the hollow edge. 19 is the total number um, that you have collected their bodies here. This all being the same he's, time. He's shooting blanks. <laughs> the Hollow Edge. Shooting blanks! Make sure that guy knows he's shooting blanks! Um, Earth went in and learned what happened here from a variety of the individuals, from Cassius to Emlyn um, to... Um, Gilloway and Dakin, and and also seeing um, El- Elkaris tending, just doing some basic stitches off across a woman's chest, uh, a nasty gash from a hole from outside. And I think you had picked up on, on, on a significant insight check that you picked up. Uh, nothing from Elkaris per se. He was focused on his task, but um, while Morningstar was there helping him ostensibly with clean stuff and ointments and whatnot, um, giving him the scissors. She kind of had this distance from him and a look to you um, and just kind of a glance at him that just made Earth go noted for the future. And I think you did, once these guys joined, you did say you wanted to have a moment with, with Norman and Morningstar in private. I believe you had made that clear. We haven't had that moment mm-hmm. yet. I was pretty sure it was him. him. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you mentioned, yeah. mentioned it to him specifically, yeah. mm-hmm. not knowing full implication <clears throat> of why. The implication. Um, you two flying on your way back as wind, wind elemental with an extra jet boost if we're, <laughs> if we're canonizing that. Oh, yeah. Um, pondering all of what the crow had said in his last moments of furious tam- tantrum, as we can call it, if, if, you, if, that, if that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, all the list of machinations he's had that you've stuck your dicks into and short, shorted out. Um, mm-hmm. And you noticed it's my one move man <laughs> you noticed a figure um standing atop a three-story building watching over you guys you guys were flying over and near the epicenter of where traumacratus must have very near what where he appeared surely where he was felled by by you all and some friends and help um 
he saw there were some various figures in rough uniforms. And I don't want to say rough in the sense that the uniforms looked rough, but they're really, they weren't all matching exactly, but similar color variations, similar cut, similar buttons, but no, no iconography to them at all. You swung by and chatted with the figure on top who ended up sharing his name with you, maybe for the second time? I um, can't remember if he shared his name in the Shadowfell with you. He may have, he may have, but that was a long, long time ago. Um, Sri Kenneth Jidar, who revealed himself to indeed be the dragonborn that had helped you um, by means of the Bonfire King in the Shadowfell to, to get to where you had to go first via ship, then via teleport. Um, and then had all, you just happened to see him in the plain of water in the city of, of glass with a different adventuring troop, we could call it, um, before you all continue on with, with your journey. Okay. Conversation was shared with this sweet kind of individual, and uh, you gave some information. And long story short, he said, uh, I'll swing by to check in at a later date soon. Mm-hmm. But you get a sense not tonight by by, by any means. The people mm-hmm. on on the ground doing the, with their with their odd devices and whatnot seem to be related to him in some some way, shape, or form. Um, he does he does not not appear to wear wear what they're wearing by any means. Um, then you all mm-hmm. flew off, and uh, he clearly made mention of the in fact that was the thing that really caught your attention was the pocket watch. That was a thing probably above all else. Made you go hey. I think it's one of your friends is actually what you said to him. Mm-hmm. In your elemental form, you couldn't produce it and prove who you were, but um, he recognized you once you disillusioned yourself. He recognized you from those two, two times previously. So there's a vignette, a conversation yet to be had with, with, with our friend Sikranth Jidar and whatever organization he seems to be a part of. You all reconvened here. You can't possibly recap all the stuff that happened, and nor should we, we per se. Plenty of conversations were had. Many revelations and plans in the, in the works. Annie is like, I'm going to see if Eklund can fucking push forward the, the um, meeting with the Scarlish people, the king of Scarlet. I'm angry, and I want to vent some, somewhere. Um, you know, join me, or I'm killing your king, so either way I feel better. <laughs> I'm king, that's how it works, right? This whole, you know. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> the regicide is in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, for Earth, you had a conversation with Dakin in private where he revealed what the weapons are that the seven of them have, and why they're... I don't recall. You don't any of this. Recall? No. What? <laughs> I do. I just don't want Earth's mind to ever be read. So oh, what? Of, got what, it, of got what do it, you speak? It, See, look it. how good I am. He's yeah, I was going to say. Well, Stonewalled, motherfucker. Leo's, Leo's convinced me <laughs> yeah, fully. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. the apocalypse keys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. The apocalypse <laughs> keys only to be used in case of emergency. When the apocalypse has started, then break glass. Do not break glass, otherwise apocalypse might start. Let's get more. Uh, that's mm-hmm. thing. There you go. He didn't um, say that. Earth added that. But obviously, Dakin has his unicorn horned spear thing. Yolwe's um, mm-hmm. gauntlet uh, is gone along with his right arm at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, Dake and Senor Hinoe should probably leave now that they've used them and you heard tell that there's two other members of their um, select, select order in Agristone seeking them out for some time. A turtle and an eagle? A turtle and a falcon. falcon. Very good. Right. Very Close good. A bird. Good. Another fucking bird. Bird, bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's incredible. You actually remember that. That was such a random thing. Yeah. The, shield of, the shield of the tortoise uh, and swords of the falcon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of a moot point now anyways. Is you need all seven to unlock the Yours, they can, Yolaway weren't there, so they couldn't. Now, mm-hmm. Yolaway's is gone with the enemy. The enemy can't do win. shit as mm-hmm. long as they don't have have all seven. Nor does it seem like by any means yeah. that the enemy was like, I think even um, Yolaway would tell but tell you guys, yeah, I kind of did the thing where I thought they were here for me, which harkens way back to you guys remembering on the ship when the bird was exploding and fireball. Dakin's like, they've come for me! Ha-ha! And he jumped down, down in the sand, and they're all like, who are you? And he went... Ah, <laughs> he ran away. <laughs> this guy's really dedicated to saving us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, you're not here for me? Yes. And yeah, we've done that too. Um, no, yeah, that. We're good guys. Uh, Manny's call to Eklund previously did yield some some rewards in the form of the Balrus Sunreed, Tristan Sawbones, and Margus. Two A's in that. Uh, Dwarven ah, Wizard. Um, that. Poop themselves into Amalabas's circle, said, Tell your um, angry gnomish friend we're sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're here to add some defenses here, understand exactly what happened. And Tristan, being a cleric of some power and renown, was able to cast a raise dead on um, a figure. Was, was, was that you that did that? No, no, no. no, no. I was, yep. was going yeah. to say, on mm-hmm. Bet, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Bet yeah, being the one named person, mm-hmm. which is remarkable, of all the ones, you guys having rolled death saves for um, um, Rasta, Galb, and Quinn earlier at the very top of the session, and all rolling well enough. Uh, some even so well that a little song was, was had, sad <laughs> as it might have been. Um, in the end... Uh, the 19 that have fallen, uh, names are, you know, you, some of their names are on record and, and known by some, but all the people that you two at least personally know have stake in mm-hmm. came through this uh, scathed, I won't say unscathed, scathed, mm-hmm. but uh, with quite a story and quite uh, n- nightmares at their mm-hmm. throats. Beyond that, folks, I think that's pretty much anything I'm missing, anything crucial I'm missing from this. Uh, I don't think anybody has the ability to leave, to leave until a long rest has been achieved. I mean, I can fucking walk. <laughs> yeah. um, Margus can can bring people back to the core city. If this does that, he was specifically sent because he has teleportation circles, so Eklund sent him so he can bring that back from any point, any time, if the need be. But they're also okay being here for three days, mm-hmm. if that is what has to happen. Um, you found um, Elkris outside have, have, having a smoke. To be clear, not a pack of, you know, clothes he is popping, but like hand-rolling uh, um, cigarette sort of thing, uh, cowboy style, mm-hmm. you know. Um, have you picked up for a job he, he was doing and hard to kick hard to kick mm-hmm. 
Morningstar did talk to you about the eyeball. Yes, yes, yes. Morningstar did mention mm-hmm. to you what she saw, as well as a nice, I think, uh, scene there where she was a bit emphatic and emotional with, with you, and you were like, in a very Norman way, like, what could, could I have done? Why didn't I just try to banish him right from the center of the city? Why didn't I listen, listen to Earth? So many fantastic dialogues happened last time. It's impossible to summarize them all. We'd have to just go to the tapes. But that is an important point, or important point Rachel, that you yes. bring up. As Morningstar did bring up, and she specifically said he did it in the darkness of the Morningstar um, mall, Morningsteel mall. I don't think... Like he, I don't think he realized I could see through it. Mm-hmm. And when he scooped up the eye afterwards, he did it real sneaky like. Mm-hmm. So, leaving with that information. Because everything's sneaky like. Yeah. Anything else? Can anybody else remember anything that I'm fuck, fucking up on here? So much combos that wouldn't happen, but it, or does that bring us to a good position to jump in here? Didn't your buddy show up for like half a second and then leave? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Which which buddy was that? Aristan. 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 Yes, yes, yes. But then we ended with a knock on the door, yeah? Like, literally, someone was like. (laughs) Open, half hinged, broken door. Or no? I thought that was. I thought that was Aristan, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought. thought At least Annie was leaving or resort. I think you and Elkris are planning on departing. Yeah. Uh, Did Aristan leave? He did. He hopped on the back of the car again and left. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It was literally (laughs) like, hope. 15 minutes and then hope. I may have done that as part part of a, of a, uh, uh, it's getting late. Let's, let's do a thing, but, um, we'll bring him back in the next day then. No worries. Um, yeah. Okay. Coolio. Well, Mm -hmm. let's move on here. As the fireplace has been lit, there's still a fire outside, though more for seeing than it is any, no one's really sitting around the fire outside celebrating or anything with 19 bodies that there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe you had mentioned to bet, you yeah, gonna have to pick, pick out your gravestone. But uh, for the interest of time, again, so many things have happened, so many things yet to happen tonight. Um, Annie, do we want to, do, I'll, I'll say this. I'll p- put you guys back in place here, and you can have any conversations you want, any dialogue you want to have before you go on your way. So, see. And if you feel like you enjoy your honeymoon, <laughs> we'll be back in the morning. Uh, I was going to talk about the body, but yeah, that looks the we bodies. We talk about the bodies. Ask what we wanted to do with the 19 fell walkers. Send letters to their families and bury them. <laughs> or burn them. Um, kind of one of our. And what's more common these days? Burning them is very, is more common just due to the existence of necromancy but mm-hmm. presumably most of these people if not all of them would have family of some sort in the city so when we reach out to the families and they come get the body or they can choose yeah well I was just thinking that you know, the walkers are kind of famous for the gravestones and coming back 
Well, I mean, we could argue the ethics, but Beth is a young woman who was willing to give her life just like any other. Yeah. And I've been here from the beginning. I figured, why waste the time arguing about the valor of any of the others? No, I know, but... Is there anyone more worthy? It's not that, necessarily. But, I mean, we could try to preserve the ones that are here currently until such a time where we have the resources that we could try. Do that every, what, ten days? Yeah. You want to be tied to here for every ten days? I hate to bring it up, Norwin, but we don't exactly have enough diamonds. No, I know. And if I have to pick, I'm gonna bring you back, not them. I know. This is kind of ideal. That's the vibe of the guild, I guess. Maybe we bury them then. Mm -hmm. And tell you what, you get the article of life, we'll bring them back. Yeah. Let's pause. This one to get your head sense of wall bound. I made it clear from the get-go when people came here that There ain't no guarantee that you're gonna walk away. Yeah. And that we're not gods. No, I know. We always do what we can. So if in a couple of days, if there's any other magics you feel you can use, then I'd say do it. I don't know if I have the resources at the moment, so the only thing I could do is Preserve them, basically. And only for ten days. And then they'd have to be re-upped. But we have people sitting in the, you know, cold city the same way. If you give their families false hope, I think that is more cruel than letting a warrior rest. And it's not like we're just letting it go. We will avenge their deaths. That bitch's head will be hung on my wall. Yeah. And her sword at my hip. I just wanted to... Uh, she already has her cape, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Some clothes are on it, I guess. Because I'm sure they'll come to us and ask. Somebody will. For sure. Alright. Oh. Sorry to spoil even more the... Uh, What, it's been a terrific day. The music got intense, so that's why I changed the eyes. <laughs> like that little, like, whatever that background is. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that background noise is. Uh, no. Uh, just. Uh, I guess this might be falling on deaf ears, but try not to carry the weight of all of that on yourself. 
I know, but it is not your job to bring every single one of us who fall back to life. I know. It's just... Again, I'm having a little bit. As there is weight to lives. There absolutely is. Which makes their sacrifice all the more meaningful. And so if you cannot fulfill your promise, don't dishonor their sacrifice with empty words. That's all I'm saying. They can still get their gravestones. Yeah. Well, enjoy the honeymoon. I'm going to go drink myself into a stupor. Yeah. Why should it be different than any other day? (laughs) I'm going to leave. Okay. Annie, you you depart. You find your beloved, not betrothed. Uh, Um... And you head back, presumably walking, just heading your way. Um, we would have spent the ten minutes to get on my back. I marked that off last oh, time. Oh, perfect, yeah. perfect. Then flying beautifully through the night sky. I remember her apologizing profusely. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's yes, yes. true. It was one of those other things that happened, of the many, many mm-hmm. little things that happened. Yes, you did bring her back and come on apologizing profusely. You saying, hey, you're a horse. It's, it's fine. You have a wing, which is cool. Celestial horse, but still. Um, yes, you two then instead fly very nicely uh, back to the city, to the resort. Uh, I think tonight's session will be like many others that we've had, especially after such enormous things happened, uh, more a series of jumping vignettes and scenes of which I ask you to call on a one plenty of which I have myself rather than one con- contiguous stream of consciousness otherwise we'll be RPing every bathroom break and whatnot. so I think for the sake of this we'll follow you, you and Elkris for now as you uh, find yourselves at the resort um, along the beach of this fine um city here of Heimat. Um, at the same time, your resort is not actually on the, the beach, but it does have its own series of pools and fountains and, 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 and whatnot. Very, very uh, nice place amongst the, the nicest, if not the nicest resort here. In resorts not being a very common thing per se. And I think that we find you you and Elkaris um, entering your your room, you know, the the speed at which Alice is flying enough, you know, the wind drowning out most conversation, your eyes both, all three sets of eyes peeled, get there, check in, um, send you to your, your room. What kind of room would you have procured for your honeymoon since you did all the, the work here? A presidential suite. A presidential Duh. suite. The word presidential being used explicitly for this per- purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We'll, we'll call it the the king and queen king and queen's suite. Perfect. The royal the royal suite. Yes. Mm-hmm. As you step in, it has the living room there, a separate room attached to it, marble foam, marble probably columns crawling up, um, flaking gold and silver filigree across it. Um, 
it's funny because immediately you're reminded of the much, much smaller room that you stayed in in the summer courts in Titania's palace, but how much more infinitely grandiose it seemed. And here, you wonder how much of your life is like that. How mundane, how things that would seem incredible for your average per person here will never quite seem that way to you based on what you've seen and what you've done. But then a hand in you, your hand squeezing reminds you that there are still some wondrous things you can appreciate. As you walk in, you take off your clothes, I'm sure, you, 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 you change, out of the bloodstained ones or whatnot, yeah. you change into your fluffy robes, um, uh, he does the same, and you're there uh, both barefoot, except for the um, slippers, which fit his feet, not, not, not yours so much. You try. Uh, uh, <laughs> try, and it just doesn't, doesn't work, damn it. Um, no TVs here, so you can't sit down and watch, well, watch HGTV, which is what the real world Rachel would do mm-hmm. immediately. immediately. HGTV <coughs> hits, hits the screen oh, instantly. Oh, uh, I can't believe we killed that giant squid today. <laughs> oh, she's a butterfly sales salesman. Her budget is three point two million crowns. It's, I don't know how, but mm-hmm. remarkable. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everyone's going for an open cavern concept nowadays. Take, <laughs> take down that wall. Um, so yeah, I think you two are just sitting. Uh, you know, the bed is beautiful, full of feathers. How many goose had you know? You know, guy for 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 such opulence. Who knows? But you sit at the table. There is a little mini bar thing of included. No, not a charge by the uh, selection of course. But all these bottles of wine and liquor, though they are smaller than 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 normal for sure, Mm -hmm. um, are all included with this um, king queen suite that you have. I think you guys are in your robe, sit down, uh, grab whatever drinks you like from there, pour them into whatever cups you feel appropriate or straight from the bottle. Um, and that's, I'm, I'm gonna let you think of there's anything that you want to discuss with him. I would ask him if he needed to get back to the court city earlier than three days. That happened here. There's, as far as I can tell, there's nothing going on back home. I don't know why you think I'd need to leave. If anything, the, the question should be. And he does a pretty good imitation of your of your your, your voice and goes, "Oh, Alcaris." Actually, he does a pretty good good one. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Alcaris, is it okay if I stay here longer as my guild needs me?" I don't know if we're going to keep the guild here. Well, we did discuss that while you caught me in my unhealthy habits. I don't know what Earth will want, but I know I'm not going to let him give it up. Yeah. Work too hard to build this to just let it go. It's not like him to tuck tail and run. No, I don't think he will. I don't think he should either. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck he should do. 
I guess I, I already let I already pulled my once a lifetime husband card with you once. And I look forward to you. hearing you pull it again tomorrow. Husband card doesn't doesn't mean you have to listen. It just means I I can give a request. Look, you know Elspeth would fund the relocation of what members of your guild are worthwhile as well as give them work and gold worthy of their station. Wouldn't even need to operate out of the court city. Find your own homestead in Cermonea, rebrand and live free under the crown's coin, doing fair work. Gods above and below know that Norwin's doing doing a real shit job of keeping the borders and the, the, the hills protected. That is very true. He hasn't brought in coin in forever. Norman, take me here. Norman, take me here. Norman, take me here. Why don't you have time for your fucking job? Between Norman and Urfile. Norman not bringing in coin, and Urfile just did not help with that fight in the city. I'm sure it was incredible. No. Look, I'm just saying, you know, our good good, good queen would find... I'll hang you. You stab me. I know, but I don't want it to be... Hers. It's not supposed to be hers. It's not even supposed to be mine. It's Earth's dream. I'm not going to taint it into what I think it should be. I will provide him options, but I'm not going to strong arm him into anything. I'm not saying you should. But just... if he lets him go, I will hire everyone myself. <laughs> and I'm just saying you should know. Elspeth, there's a lot of things she would do for you, and a lot of things that my cousin would, no matter what he cares about, you would have to tell her not to. Hiring a mercenary company, and if need be, paying relocation fees, is not out of the norm. Mercenary companies exist to be hired. In a time of war, they can be hired for things. I'm not, I don't think. Uh, the crown necessarily wants to take it at anything. You said you wanted to give him options. I think you've got plenty. Stay here. Fuck off with the members that want to keep following him. Set up a hut that they can share with pores outside. Hut. Uh, is an option. Hell, he could probably go work for the, for the, the, the Archlector if he wanted with the skills he has. I'm sure he'd pick. Oh. Oh. That would be a good way to get close to the Archlector. Take advantage of the fact that people know who you are in this city and abroad. In this city, in this realm, and abroad, I should say. Very true. But there's only two months left less, I think, of this, this truce, so... Yeah. What do you want, though? You always talk like you're not, not really a part of this, but as far as I can tell, you're one of the three grandmasters of this op- operation, both from, from funding, from decision-making. They look up to you. What do you want in, in general? I already have what I want. Married to you. I have both of my brothers, and the means to give them whatever they want. That's what I want. What do you want longer term? Money. Why? Because then I can buy more things. 
really. More schools, more food. Mm, there we go, there we go. Unfortunately, you married someone who's a little bit softer than you. God, that reminds me, didn't I buy a, a, a shitty school for you or some, something? I haven't named it yet. Yeah, you should probably consider that. Well, I already tried hiring people, but didn't who, work out. Who'd you try hiring? Some monks. Some monks? Yeah, traveling. Well, it just so happens that my goal is for you to be happy as well. So as long as we can both see each other's goals to fruition, good to go. The other way of doing that is make sure that yourself is happy. I make sure I'm happy. We only have to worry about ourselves and we're free to do whatever we need to. It's very true. I know that we're wearing these now. And that's a very physical manifestation of what I feel in here and what you feel in my pocketbook, it seems. But I'm joking, you have more wealth. You have more liquid wealth than I do. Liquid, solid, gaseous, I'm sure all of them. Not to mention that Orion boy would definitely gobble me up if I ever needed. Orion boy would gobble you up. Yeah, how's Orion? Oh, House Orion. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's complex having Orion and Orion. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Row? Yeah. Wow. Well, he is handsome. Talk about another man. Old to blonde for my liking. I was just about to. No, I saved you from it. All right, look. You. I'm just giving you options, which seems to be the only thing that you want to, to, to give for a file. What's Norwin's stake in all this? I know his beloved is at the guild now. He's probably kicking himself for, for that, but... Who knows what his stake is? He just finally kissed a girl. He's technically older than me. just wants to probably not feel bad every moment of every day. <laughs> and that isn't a joke. I think he would be happy retiring to the woods. Building huts. In a time of peace, right? Oh, absolutely. That's always the problem. Yep. We're not in that time right now. No. No. You have, for worse or for worse, put yourselves on a vaunted poster for somebody that we barely have an understanding of exists. You always hear these stories about necromancers from the from the blight come coming once every few unelven generations and wreaking havoc and shaking their fists and summoning thunder and dead. Those are almost boring at this point in time, but it seems less so and becomes personal. Yes. Well, it seems our ancestors had something personal with them too, so. Is there a story there? A long one. Well, I know it might not be the most romantic thing, but 
Dick's tired. I almost died. So let's just, just, just let's just drink. We have this room for two more nights after this, right? Perfect. Perfect. And you realize you fought with your penis. What? <laughs> 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 Just a way to remind you that the guy was at one HP, barely. The guy got fucked up pretty bad. So, yeah. The phrasing, not even just like, good, because uh, I'm almost on the brink of death. Yeah, no, no. Just, my, my dick, dick is tired. tired. <laughs> just, it was good. He was flinging dagger all over the place. He was. Well, Chris is a very serious Miss guy Chris. that will kill children my and mind. beggars but he'll be honest my dick's tired and men get to say no to <laughs> that's the key Very thing true. as he fills up your glass deep and his clinks was there anything else that you want to say nope scene? I will launch into everything I saw in the vision that I remember which is difficult it's already like a dream that happened you're so it's almost like, geez, where did, where did it start? But I think that there are those certain moments you can grab, and as you begin to tell the story, you embellish it a bit more in the way that bards are naturally good, and you can see him at a certain point. He'll stop you and be like, you should write this down. Maybe not right now, but you should write this down. If this is all true, no reason to believe it isn't, you just, you are now the forefront of actual, not only historical, but religious knowledge more than any other living person period mm-hmm. so yeah you can have a quill we'll just write it down yeah yep mm-hmm. all right as you continue telling that uh we'll jump over here to you two i imagine um after annie left uh, actually just i don't have to imagine shit you guys tell me what you do after annie departs together separate whatever you want Mm. i imagine i'm setting up the long table probably just kind of lost in thought unless somebody bothers him or you know comes and chats with him as Norman is wont to do. Trying to grip a little bit of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Not sadness. No. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? Leo has a death note page and it just says Josh Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 1, it's times not working. <laughs> I tried a bunch! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I throw all that because you put it on. Yep. Uh, as you're sitting there, Earth would slide over. Just as you can see, a list of names, mm-hmm. and would say, "Well, yeah." He'd ask you to read it out to him. I don't know if you're going to be able to read my handwriting, so I'll just read it if that's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he would also say, scoop back and draw, hack, and start hacking up the table into makeshift tombstones that then he will proceed to carve these names into. The table that was <clears throat> created by the master make maker for this guild hall, uh, it is almost fitting that it's the scars in bears from the fire, from the sword, from the, from the whatnot, will go into the scars that will be borne by these gravestones. Hugo Ironside, Gillian Pellegrade, Simon Felgren, 
Slater AC, Dogetto Ferryman, Gustav Smith, Jericho Allpots, Luther Lizage, Benna Mercat, Biggs Darklighter, Jesse Raspberry, Wedge Antilles, Jenin Arsene. Caught that one. <laughs> yep. Cassian Undor, Bodie Rook, Chirut Imwe, K2 Iso, Bez Malbus, and Sean Bon. These are the names of everyone who died that day. Wish I knew them all myself. Wish I was that good of a leader. Wish I was smart enough to not fall for that trick. It seems like this happens to us a lot. Yeah. Well, I think the time that I stop responding to is going to be a time that I will regret it the most. I agree. We still need to pay attention to what needs to be done. But only fools don't learn from their failures. Yes, I know. But I don't want to be so jaded that I stop trying to help. Um, you have a point. A lot of times the backhand is also just as devastating if not more. I'm more so referring to the fact that once we dealt with Tomocratus, we thought the threat handled. We thought we held a god in our hands and that we had won. So we took a fucking stroll out to the beach with him. I was so eager to run off into that fight, I didn't even think to look behind me. And then when I did have the slightest inkling something still wasn't right, I didn't listen to it. Well, I battered it away. I was just... In my mind, I thought I had a media swarm in my hands. I ain't saying I blame you. I'm just saying we should learn that even if we do have a meteor swarm in our hands, that doesn't mean the fight is done. Yeah. That there are other threats, other responsibilities. You know, Thiasalm gave me that gemstone on the ground over there as a gift and he said so that your sage counsel may never be questioned 
council is much fit for war battles. And that's the time that I find myself slipping up the most. So I think I need to lean on your insight and your tactician's wisdom. And my mind gets clouded from all the what-ifs. Got mighty big for your britches, thinking you're at the sage level already. His words, not mine. Yeah, but I think Firesong saw a long, hopeful future for all of us. Yeah. Old fool, he was. And yeah. so I don't think he meant to put that expectation on all the words that come out of your mouth now. No, I know. He was perhaps more just filigree. Someday I know you will. Wasn't today. <laughs> but no, it wasn't today. we all lost today. Um, I do need to acknowledge that there was still a great deal that was protected and won. Democratus was defeated in a matter of minutes. A lot of the guild members still stand. That's very true. We did take that thing down pretty quick. No thanks to Annie. Right. I, I mean, didn't see her doing anything. The crow was assaulting us and we were fighting the thing and she was just like hiding from its breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the last thing I saw before I got swallowed. Anyways. <laughs> so that's that's what I remember. I see every other scene is going to be more and more anger <laughs> than the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. Hang on to the victories we can. That is sagely advice. And learn from the failures. Mm. It's a fool's lot. Yeah. I've been a fool a lot. I am rubbing off on you. Speaking of rubbing on you, did you talk to Morningstar? I mean, yes, but... Don't hurt yourself. Um, yes, I did. And... Let's see if this sagely wisdom will come to you where I don't have to piece the puzzle together. Is there anything she may have told you that would lead me to ask you why she's acting weird? Head the first time? Yeah. And it seems that he is where that went. When he was seemed confident that he was not being observed and was only on death's door, he uh, revealed that card. Very candid. 
down, he does value his secrets. Whether she knows or not, that's not on her. It's it's the news of him having a what I know to be powerful artifact and still this managed to happen. Yeah. Well sounds like he didn't use it till he felt he absolutely must. And not for the sake of the guild per se. Not that I blame him for that. It's not his responsibility to protect our guild. So if he would have left Morningstar to die, that's fine, because she's not his responsibility. Oh, I mean, I'd still be upset, of course. That well, then it's not fucking fine, Norwin. Master, but it had to wait with the person it was with, patiently looking at everyone who came to the door. Is that them? Is that them? Is that them? Can I leave now? these versions of events first. Yeah. Okay. Like you said, though, not that it really matters. How much could he have done? What would be different? Dangerous games to play. Yeah. It's true. It's true indeed. Alright, come outside and dig holes for me. I'm going to start carrying out the slabs that we've carved names into. Lovely. You guys head outside. Um, at one point I did roll a perception check there for Inigo hearing eavesdropping on what you were saying. I rolled a natural one. Mm-hmm. Which I'm flavoring as Marissa grab, grabbing him by the tail and saying, "No, dude, no, come on, come on." Like, <laughs> so there, there, there was this like, <laughs> as you heard, as you head out here, um, begin to help to dig. Um, others, the moment that they see what you're doing, what your intentions are, they pick up their shovels and whatnot, and all the 
garden equi equipment that came with this place in the you know the shed and whatnot all find their uses in some folks hands there's only right now there's only maybe five or we've, we've been lovingly referring to as red shirts here um mostly they've gone to bed after the cast what's happened but when they hear commotion they kind of come out to and you know um idle hands and all that right once the hands and the body have something to work toward and there's a reverence in these repetitive actions that will ultimately put these folks back in the ground and there's some question about well what about this what about that and i think you guys the, the plan is we're gonna let the families know it's their choice of what what, what to, to do or is there or is it no they're staying here and this is well i figured i'd let him sleep on it yeah. but that's a great if the old dirt wizard comes up with a plan he can let the people know otherwise yeah it's come collect your loved one and your what do you call when you Die in service and you get paid out. Um, Not a, is that a stipend? Like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Bereavement. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's like yeah. I was like, you sorry. Play. Are you burying the bodies tonight or just? Digging no, this is like digging. Like yeah, like they're all essentially like posts. Yep. With like carved differently at the top and then a name yep. on it kind of thing. Yeah. So you got to bury most of the posts and so. It, I understand. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, the post will a, be there. Yeah, because the other graves don't have people in them. So. Yeah, <laughs> that makes that makes sense. The the plot will be there for, for them. The stones will 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 remain as remembrance, regardless of if the body is. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if the body is isn't gonna go there, you'll probably burn, burn it first and throw the ashes in or something. <laughs> so I mm -hmm. I think I I get the point now. Um, okay. Lovely. Death gratuity. Death gratuity is technically what it's called. There, I was like, gratuity. Was like, mm -hmm. Death gratuity. Yep. Death gratuity. Yep. Which I don't know how much the guild had left in its coffers, but we'd use all of that, and then I need like at least nineteen hundred gold. Well, you can have that conversation when you come back. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I just, I don't, I've always, Quinn's dealt with our money, and you've said, like, yeah, it makes it, does, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it, as I'm saying, like, to you, like, whatever the guild had, and yes, then. Yes, yes, yes. So if that means it, it had 20 gold, you know, cool. I yeah. 1880 gold. <laughs> I, I, I understand, yeah. We're not going to worry too much about exactly the minutiae of what the guild has, mm -hmm. but we'll say 80,000 platinum. Oh, perfect. Um, They've been well, busy. Mm -hmm. All right. After you guys, my coat. he was working for the Duke. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's in my desk pocket. Mm -hmm. um, after you guys do the heavy lifting here and place these posts, and people kind of feel like there has been a resolution. Pe people, not meaning you two, but the other, and not Morningstar per se, but most of the the others feel like there's a. The night felt very unresolved when within your four walls, there were just nineteen bodies there of. Mm -hmm. friends or at least at least allies mm -hmm. once even though the bodies haven't moved much once the posts are placed there is a bit of resolution to it and I think mm -hmm. that all the red shirts then will go back to bed the likes of you know Scarlet Tal Suze Bet um Grim um 
staking your way, I think they'll all find their places to bed too as the as several hours have gone on after dusk all, all already, which is right when the battle took place was when it was dusk. But it's not super late. It's not even midnight or anything. So I'll ask you guys, are there any conversations, any scenes you like to have either with each other or apart from each other? Talking with, with Morningstar, talking with whomever. Uh, I will say to Norwin, as we're digging and busy, mm-hmm. Yule and Day can do plan to leave. <sighs> For sure. I don't know if you were privy to that. It was the course of action I inferred from your way, at least. So, I hate to see them go, but they have their reasons, I'm sure. They must do what they will. I forget... Who can do the memory melding, if it's you, or Annie, or how we did that? The rewrite of memories? Yeah. That's an right. Annie can do that trick. Okay. Because, I don't know, do you know, is there a time window on that? I believe there is. Okay. It has to be within a certain amount of time, I think. I can only rewrite a certain amount of time. Hopefully she gets bored of Madani and comes back soon. Otherwise, it's not a big deal. He just told me some really fucked up shit that I would rather not know. So. And distant soldier camp. They <laughs> do some weird stuff. I can imagine. You were gonna say, apparently his dick is tired, so he'd be back in the morning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say, apparently his dick, and I was like, I know exactly the words are coming out of your mouth. Apparently his dick is tired. That's back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Happy honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see Rachel is now seeking the answers, so when Earthmile has that question to her at a future scene, we will be able to have immediate answer. Very nice. Well, they'll be missed, but they're always free to leave. That'll be that, that conversation, unless you want to say something else. That'd be mighty kind of you. Give him a head start from the people who are chasing him. In any direction. We've been a lot of places. We can really throw off a trail quite hard. I think that'd be good. For everything they've done for us, yeah. That's it? There's nothing more you can do for them? I'm just saying, usually you feel so guilty that you don't do enough. And you're just dropping them any place in the world. So I just thought, no gift basket, too? All right, I can go get some tea from Luck of Sun. <laughs> I can go get some other, like... Go fuck yourself, I'm done, Dan. <laughs> One whole dunk. <laughs> Cash, just finish this up. He can move Earth. I'm sure he's still got that. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. As, as you guys part... <laughs> Um, any other, uh, Norwin, is there anybody you would like to speak with, or do you want to have a scene with Morningstar, or do you, I mean, you've already spoken with her, uh, we did that last time, so if you want, we can just say you guys 
venture to bed together. And to be clear, the entire guild isn't as fucked up as this. That was I had a different attack plan where this would have been much more um, adequate. But uh, mm. as it is, mostly like all this stuff is perfectly uh, clean. A little, little blown up here, but otherwise, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. terrible. Yes, yes, yes. So I think no one would at least take some time to like clean up the bodies. Essentially, make them as presentable right, to the uh, families as possible. Mm. The others had done a fair job before you even came mm -hmm. back, so it's a little bit of dabbing and tuck tucking mm -hmm. here and whatnot. But generally, mm -hmm. the people here already did the best that they could with whatever. Yep. You guys will definitely need to pro procure a lot of sheets and towels. That's mm -hmm. that's the one thing you'll definitely need to get from town because that's mm -hmm. nineteen bodies that are wrapped and draped and such things. Yep. And been used for all the medical care in this room here. So, mm -hmm. not to don't forget the barracks. Yeah, we have at least ten in this room. Mm -hmm. Very true. And then yeah, you probably just sheet spend the rest and of the night just hanging out with Morningstar, even if it's just silent. Yeah, I think Morningstar after her, I don't want to say emotional outburst per se, because mm -hmm. it was emotional on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So there was emotion to it, but it wasn't like, you fucked up. It was more of you, like, let, you won't be emotional? I'm going to take it. I will do it for you. Um, mm -hmm. So that, uh, yeah, I think mm -hmm. after that, she, and she was definitely hard at work out mm -hmm. there help, helping dig holes and whatnot and to take care. I think she's very quiet herself. Mm -hmm. I think you see the wounds that she has and how they're not that bad in the grand scheme of mm -hmm. th things and how she is... Uh, She's happy to be alongside you, but she's mm -hmm. not going to push you anymore tonight. Yeah. She's already done that enough, and there's no need for that. She's just a shoulder to be near you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one would have definitely spent a bunny on her, though. So, let me just mark that off. Mm-hmm. To kill the wounds, and spend just level two. That would be enough for her. So, she, like, holds it, <coughs> pets it, and you can kind of see, like, her fingers definitely go through its sense mm -hmm. and kind of like oh wisps of Tinkerbell dust and whatnot but mm -hmm. she very much tries to perfect her petting so it looks like she is and the, and mm -hmm. the bunny tries to like engage where her hands are going to be and move its illusory head <laughs> so that the two of them together make a very uh, fair pantomime of her petting a greenish mm -hmm. vine covered rabbit yes. okay mm -hmm. Urfail, any I ain't giving him no kisses for heels I'll limp now I think I know. <laughs> um, any other uh, scenes you like to have? Anybody you want to talk with between... You have a whole guild of people here. Um, I know you want to have talks with this this motherfucker, but um, is there anybody you want to chat with? Any scenes you want to have? Uh, midnight on the first night? No. Honestly. Sounds good to me. Yeah. It's been a long day. It's been a very long day, especially mm -hmm. for, you, for you guys. The sheer exhaustion of not only the teleport, the wedding, the tr the drinking with the orcs, the fights, all that stuff. It also like this is the day that you relit that you lived through a hundred years and mm -hmm. snippets from people dealing with incredible pain and anguish, both physical, mental, spiritual, across the board. Like it's hard to remember. Yeah, it's hard to remember that that all happened to, today. Yeah, it's a big fucked up day. In a matter matter of 10 se seconds, you downloaded 18 zettabytes worth of information exploded in your head. Mm -hmm. I like to imagine that until you're alone 
fully. You're telling a story to some, which is just nice. It's a way to, to get it out. You guys ultimately will be left alone with your thoughts and trying to focus on your own fucking problems, but also hard to keep out the implications of what that meant back then and the I don't know, Earth, is there may, there might be elements of like man, Dorn had it pretty rough but I have, have it pretty bad too, you know there might be some humanizing elements of these gods or whatnot too but however you guys interpret your visions, your living the lives and experiences of the host is uh, yours too. You fucked up more than I expected. Yes, that maybe that's the main takeaways. None of them were paragons of the few of them might have been pseudo paragons of whatnot, but in general they were all very flawed people that made their own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's solace in that. Maybe there's vitriol in that. If you were better, we we wouldn't be in this position here. Mm-hmm. If I was better, I wouldn't be in this position either, though. You. Her file. Oh boy. Find yourself up all night drinking coffee. Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you find yourself in bed, tossing and turning a bit before ultimately falling to slumber and waking up as dawn, apparently. <laughs> uh, waking up to a crack thunder and almost a feeling like raindrops on your face on your hand but warm and as you rub it you feel it smear across your face your eyes open and above you is a red sky a dark sky with a red crack through it but the light bleeding through is enough to give a reddish hue to this entire place rain in the form of bloody drops land as you push yourself up you are in a pool, right? Only about maybe maybe I'm an ankle deep, if that. You've been here before. You've been here before for days. I think even weeks. Earth is not unused at this point in time to experiencing time, the perception of time in condensed bursts. I don't think if has heard or experienced much from Gumash in a while. You remember your hand letting go of the sword. 
remember seeing that brilliant white and that perspective shifting as you zoomed out, seeing it was not an infinite expanse, it was a massive a sun of white, purbling, roiling. This seemed to look at you. You get a brief glimpse of that exact same thing being what Dorn experienced when he attuned to the scroll. Your mother, which you know that is her now, you cannot deny it any longer. Her long black hair, chains, resisting, holding in. You remember not speaking with your spirits for quite some some time. And then in a burst, a dam breaking and them flooding back out for the briefest, briefest of moments to help in your time of need, separating two fingers. Remember making the decision to sacrifice Hakon, honoring him in the form of your sword. The dreams of those times when the looming figure four, five, six times your size, giant in his own right with a dragon skull, red hair smoke the back, one eye. Those seem so long ago now. It was only months. So much has changed. So much is the same. As you blink and turn, you expect to see the chained giant there. You expect to see your mother there, chained, viciously biting out at you as she's holding within some rage herself. I don't know if Urfael fully understands the sacrifices that she made or, or your other spirits to give you that reprieve, silent though as it seemed. But what Urfael sees right here and now in this moment in time is a very dwarven shape and sized dwarf sitting on a stone. Call, calling it a chair would be an injustice to chairs. Sitting on a stone with another stone in front of him and another smaller stone on the other side for that. This dwarf does have a mohawk of red hair and tattoos all across his body. And on the central stone, a makeshift table, if you will, is a dragon, which Obviously not a dragon skull, but a dragonborn skull, sitting almost jauntily on a crag of it. You still see the sinew and tissue from it, like how it was in your vision when it was still fresh from his victory, scooped out, but not fully cleaned or bleached and such. And in this red space, Dolgrimash gestures to the stone on the other side of the makeshift table. I give all the other spirits what they want. Why should you be any different? I'll get up from my little puddle spot and sit at the table. Your 
feet slosh through this waterless blood that goes infinite expanse across everywhere. And as you sit, this is, I, I would think this is the first time that Grumash has not seemed a monster. He very well may still be Urfael might still be himself too, if, depending on your your definition of such. But he's not a hulking figure. The skull's not 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 on his head. His eyes are normal. You sit and you are at equal eye level with him for the first time. He says, when he does speak, it does have that growl to it that still echoes and reverberates around. But instead of feeling like it's coming from within, from out and crushing you in all directions, it just seems like it is reverberating from this entire space. Like it belongs to him and you are a mere guest here. But you've been guessing a lot of places you've not been afraid of. He says, I never trusted Travel my arse, Nose too full of his own shit. And my father too wrapped around Orion's finger to do nothing about it. Best thing he ever did was set me free, 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 free. To find those I could lead without worrying about playing nice. Worrying about losses today only lead to more tomorrow. You've peaked places you shouldn't have peaked at no fault of your own. And look, you dwarfenized me. This is not the form I choose to, to take. Very good. Fear is the enemy. I'm still here. I'm still waiting. But now maybe we can see. And he makes it very clear like as he bends his head down, his eyes are looking at you. Eye to eye. You done? For now. <laughs> well then, sorry to keep you waiting. I'll see you soon. to dismiss this place? Uh, I will start to get up, but then I'm going to turn back. And say, I do have one question. If you knew Thanos was full of shit and such a threat, and you were as great as you seem to think you are, why didn't you do anything? 
I mean, it's been thousands of years, and I've fought him more than you have. Are you asking why I didn't do anything back then when I was alive? Yeah. I mean, you did say fear is the enemy. Well, I never feared him. I just didn't care about him. There's many things I don't trust. Doesn't mean I split all their skulls with my axe. Hmm. And if you remember, I wasn't necessarily invited to that last great meeting of minds. Oh, I remember. I remember was, a lot of things. That was enlightening for me as well. Seeing it as, as if by filter through what you experienced. I now understand my father for just how weak and foolhardy he was. You should be asking him that question. He sided with Orion, and he said he'd do anything to win the war. The one question you need to ask yourself, would you do the same? Urfrael Dual Steel. His neck would have met my axe. Things could have played out very differently. So just ask yourself who you allowed with more. Doldorn or Groosh? He who gathered the disparate tribes of Orkon gave people created and then cast away new hope, new vigor, new purpose. I think you were on to Thanos because you're a lot more like him than you think. behind 
we can do that. I will get up from the table and I will say as I walk away and try to whoosh it away if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but that's my intent here. <clears throat> and I'll say, you're the one that taught me. Only a fool fights alone. As you take your steps across, in a way you've never been able to do before, the place becomes white. You sense he's not behind you any longer. Do you turn to look? Or do you walk walk out of this place? If if I feel something but it's not him, because mm-hmm. that, yeah, then I would look. You just pause. No one's the smart one that doesn't look. Uh, which <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right away. Open my eyes. Yep. Ah, <laughs> I think you turn over your shoulder and the edge of your pupil sees an infinite white that's not as infinite as it once seemed twice now, this being the third time, like a white sun that roils on the, at the edges. And again, you get that intense sense of looking at you. You wake up. You, and in a way that you, again, have never been able to do before. If Grimash is to be trusted, which that's your own decision, of course, uh, he looked like a dwarf because you no longer fear him in the same way. And I have memories you... of changing his nappies. His pee is And you, and with the moment that you mm-hmm. wanted to whoosh it away, you did. You come to, not with the <gasps> of pain of two weeks of brutal combat to get you ready for the struggle at hand, but just almost a calm, but maybe Amiri, like the opening of violence. Kind of like that falling sensation. Yeah, like almost that. Yeah, sometimes. as you like walk, and then it's then you take like one like your third step is one where there's no like step there, and you kind of like, oh, and then you just come come to your heart is is oddly it's a little bit fast for a moment, but then it's calm. You're in your room alone, dark vision, seeing all the corners, and a very different sort of um, encounter with the devil within your soul. I'm just going to get out of bed and go wake up Annalise. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. No, you don't have to RP anything. It's just going to say... She's already awake, as you can imagine, yeah. Let's go. I don't got time. Drag her back out to the woods to kick her ass again. Do I have time to change, at least? You look great. Let's go. I know I look great. That was not the question, dear boy, as you pull her out. Uh, Well, let me just takes off the whole stuff and takes off her padded brazier and whatnot and says, if you insist, I imagine you're just boom right there and okay, now. <laughs> the fight goes on. It feels some, something. Lovely, lovely. Gotta get stronger. Mm-hmm. No downtime. 
NDT. Um, excellent. Next day comes. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun rises. Got you now, bitch. Headlight. But the sun rises. You hear the din. Quiet though, not like the usual guild halls. There's even different um, soundtracks I play for kitchens and guild sounds. This is more just like the fireplaces crackling low. People are making what food they can. Um, small chatter is being had. The little sway of that copper pot, the, the endless soup that's that's always over the fire. Not in here, but over... That's the bathroom. Not here, but over here, there's always that, like, you know, cast iron pot of soup that just shit is being... And you can hear that creaking familiar sounds to you both. I think the thing that wakes you both up, though, given your tremendously I'm wait were you up the whole 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 night or did you eventually return to to I mean Annalise and I could really only kick each other's ass for five minutes tops before like if I tell her like go ham then like sure yeah okay yeah so that's what I say like it's a good training session okay we're going to bed I didn't know if you were like I'm staying up the whole night sort of thing fuck you leech we're doing this in the sunlight next time kind of thing I have to leave too (laughs) (laughs) um I think the thing that wakes you two up th- th- then uh, uh, <coughs> and, and Morningstar, given the massive amount of shit that happened in your, your brains and the exhaustion and whatnot the previous day, is the talking, mm-hmm. the hushed tones, the little bit of things that you're hearing, and a voice that you don't know that says, What do you mean? What do you mean they... And Norman, I think I think you wake up knowing immediately your fear hitting your heart, and uh, you must have been reading my notes because, <laughs> sure enough, as you all get up and throw on your skivvies and, and whatnot, and you step out, you hear that den a bit more loudly outside the guild hall here, as a. Uh, I'll just summarize as you guys kind of find as you know maybe, maybe you guys are a bit sooner out than Earth. You you come out next. Uh, you see a small for now gathering of folk outside. Um, I don't think a scene needs to be run here per se in all the de- detail, but there's a, a middle-aged woman or a bit yeah yeah. Uh, um, an older woman and um, a a younger uh, no a younger guy that are all here and they are use whatever word you want. There's begging, there's crying. The moment that you reveal reveal yourself, yes, um, uh, the younger boy. Uh, Man, like twenty-five or, or, or so, is like, there, there, there. Those are the the guild masters. Masters there. I will say, inside the doorway, you did see Tristan and Favalro both um, having, you know, their job is to stay here and make sure things are okay. If the enemy come comes back, Kapali. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just sitting there sipping on their 
coffee staying completely out of this. But you hear um, the same 25-year-old fellow say, say that, that, Tell that cleric! Bring back my sister, Jessie! And the other is, My name is Elisa. My husband, Simon. My husband, Simon. Please, please. I, I know I saw his body already. You can bring back the dead. Can, can you not? They walk again from the graves. Um, and Tia, her father, um, Gustav, was definitely an older fellow here. Um, she's middle-aged herself. She's like, please, my father still has. He's got grandchildren at home. He was just trying to save up, up enough coin for our third, and she is with child herself. She's like, her father was conscripted, drafted to the war efforts out, out east. Please, they, they need their, grand, their grandfather. And mingling over them themselves as you see another figure walking, two figures wa walking up, a carriage beyond them. Uh, you get a sense that the word has had a night to spread from those mm -hmm. that left here and went there. Information spreads rapidly and um, at the crack of dawn, not even that annoying bugle that um, sounds like a rooster that Aminigo has. He didn't even blow that. You are instead woken up by a comparatively unwelcome. I think Inigo, the others are staying, standing there like, calm down, calm down, but ultimately they're going to turn and look to you two. Which of you can bring back the dead? Please, please. I know he's an old man, but he's only 60. He's got, he got more, more so time. They're not going to bring back fucking my brother. And it's that that ugly mishmash of humans um, when they are competing for a limited resource that they didn't even know existed, that they've only ever heard about. At the given juncture, there is nothing we can do. There's no resources that we have that we can even possibly comprehend the loss right now. If we had the resources, if we had the energy, if we had the magic, it would have been done already. Lisa, the wife of Simon, says, oh, with all due respect, that's a bunch of horse shit. Because I know that you brought back Bet. She's not even from, she doesn't even have family here. I don't, I don't know if it was you or, or you or the shy, shiny one in there. Tristan's just... <laughs> but how can you judge who's worthy or not? It's the chaotic dinner. Like I said, more coming. There are gifts there. 
Lisa says, please, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, um, I didn't mean to shove, and she drops down to her knees, and from under her smock, she pulls out, her, she pulls out a sack of coin, she has 467 silver, and 842 copper, and three gold, that's all I have. She goes, and there's, there's, a, there's a cornucopia, a veritable, bas a beautiful woven, hand-woven basket with washed fruits and vegetables um, that Tia drop, drops down there. Um, Caesar has a sword that he places down from my father's father. Gifts laid at your feet. That is not coin. That is the issue. It's a finite resource that we just simply do not have. Material components and energy. We know you are all in pain and that you wish your loved ones back. But you are not alone in your tragedy. Many feel the same pain that you do. Should they suffer so you have yours? Is that what your loved ones would want? Well, I think there should have been a petition so we could come, come, come forth. If there was only one... Would Gustav then... rather hug his grandchildren and have Simons grow up without a father? Or Jessie to never know what it is to have children herself? Well, we're not saying that, but... Uh, and the one who brought a significant amount of gold and stuff, or um, silver and copper, like perhaps those who can pay the most, the closest to the material goods. Like, that's poppycock, just because your father was a blah, blah, blah. Now they're arguing amongst themselves as somebody else comes up, comes up and goes... I'm sorry, is this the place where miracles can happen? I heard that my son passed here yesterday in an attack of no... Say away, old lady! Inigo comes up beside you and says, I think they know that the truth of your words, my friend. Grief sucks. I should put that on a, on a plaque. I could sell them. I can send them away. You don't have to be a part of this. Yeah, there's nothing more we can do. And that's okay, my friend. The problem with working one one miracle, two, three, four, as they assume that there's 400. We survived our, our fair share of miracles out there in the past. I know that there was a limit to that, too. It's all right. All right, all right, all right. Enough of the, enough of the show. Everybody out. There's nothing more that we can can do. No. Listen to me very, very carefully. 
I am a nice cat. Get out of here, Fortnite! I'm cursed of the moon! It's like, throw whatever you want at me. Rock, shit, gold, if you're so inclined. But listen to me. If we could, maybe we would. And the honest to God's answer is, maybe we wouldn't. Because to bring back those 19 poor souls, we could probably bring back 19 others. And who's to say who's more worth it? In a time of war, in a time of peace, in a time of feast, in a time of famine? This is not helping! (laughs) (laughs) To which a voice that's somewhat familiar to you, you, very familiar to you, though it is newish, very gruff from behind, from the carriage, steps out, says, that is enough. And Aristan steps forth. Go home. Go home. Go home. The guild may have, what was the term again? Uh, death gratuity. Thank you. The guild may have death gratuity to whatever they see, whatever they can spare this time. Your husbands, your wives, your brothers, your sisters, next time don't have them join a cause if not, if not willing to live and die for it. Um, there's enough like Arison just has a different he's not uh, he's not really of this whole sort of thing he's got this own gravitas to him this wounded you know look himself and he just a little bit rough he'll like grab someone and just shove them and say leave mercenary guild are not your saviors go do eventually trickle back tears some from getting their gifts some taking them haughtily a word obviously gets back because some people kind of are kind of like Ooh, okay nope and, and <laughs> head back also Aristotle will give you a look and just give you a slight not grin, a grimace, knob sort of thing. When you have a sack, and he'll walk around the, the place, giving you guys free reign to do whatever you might want to choose at this moment in, in, in time. Well, you're right. Only when I hate it. Turn to an ego. Thank you for your charisma on this matter. I don't think it did much, but hey, you guys have done it enough. You all don't need to be the ones yelled at, spat at. Your names do not mean you need to be the ones drugged through the streets. Well, 
Those, those people don't know the miracles you've done, the lives that you've saved. Nineteen may have died, could have easily been thirty thirty-eight, could have been the entire city. None of that matters. Let them be mad. They're just in pain. That's part of the grieving process. Various stages. I believe a very, very wise person I saw on a plaque once said, grief sucks. I'd buy that. Coffee? Coffee? Yeah. Coffee? Weinstar says, yeah. You're gonna know. She knows. No, she She goes, What's coffee? (laughs) Wink. Not really another thing. She's definitely had it here. Okay. Uh, He'll go and grab you guys mug, like those those, those, like Mm -hmm. tin mugs of, you know, simple things that are just on the heater in here on like the the brick stain Mm -hmm. warm. Gives you guys your coffee and should we we go see what Aristotle wants? I suppose. One shitty thing after another. Should I, should, I, should I bring him some coffee or no? Should we should we drink it in front of him and and smirk about it? As, as as much as I do like that, we should probably bring him a cup of coffee. All right, I already already had it. My tail was holding it. I'm, I've been working on the butt coffee. Can you imagine Give three three swords? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, you guys can meander around the side there to begin a little scene with. Aristan at some point in time. Annie! Yeah. Uh, sorry, my dear, you've been waiting for a while here. Anything you want to do is you guys... We wait. were eating Apes Benedict. Literally. <laughs> the reason why I did them so much, much order, I'm like, you wake up three hours after that scene. Like, you wake up later, um, you ring, a th- uh, you, you know, you just write what you want on, on a thing, shove it under your door, pull a bell at the front, ding, ding, ding. Somebody, you assume, you hear the little sli- slippered footsteps. <laughs> and about 30 minutes after, uh, um, your eggs, Benedict, arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, you're sitting at your t- table in your fluffy robes and whatnot, the cart wheeled in. Taking off the cloche, and you have two plates of eggs Benedict there, juice, coffee, um, better coffee than what these scrubs are having, uh, better juice, Bean juice. Too, mm-hmm. better breakfast. Hours after, I will ask you, do you think Annie had any dreams? And it's okay, okay to say no, because this was one of those such a mentally, like, so, sometimes the nights when you're so fucking tired. I'm assuming brain, she had a dreamless sleep. She was yeah. like, talk, 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 talk. There was so much that happened that you could have dreamed about that it makes me didn't dream about anything at all. You're just like, I am so tired. Dreams are, if you did it, you just can't remember them this moment. But she wouldn't be dragging her feet this morning. It wouldn't be like, oh, we won't get there till lunch. She would be like waking up, writing notes while eating and being like. Perfect. You tell me exactly what Annie's morning looks like. I don't have anything for you. Aristan's not going to come knocking on your door. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> get out of here! Go on, get! So you tell me what Annie's morning looks like here with you, Elkaris, letters. She would wake up with the sun before Elkaris, letting him sleep in. Okay. And she would actually ring for coffee to make sure it was fresh when he woke up. But she would spend a solid half an hour to an hour writing reports. To carry with her, just in case the Marquis asks for anything mm. in town, um, mm. bring it back to, you know, 
Ceremonia in case Agristone wants a full report, taking notes of what she remembers from her dream um, with the crow, mm -hmm. all of that, and writing missives that she assumes she'll need to rewrite, but at least she has some ideas to pick apart for the guild for official notifications. Love that. You spend the morning before Alcris even gets up, though he's pretty perceptive. He'll probably get up fairly early too, but you spend the time drinking coffee and writing down everything. And also ringing somebody, handing them a note, and sending them to the uh, bakery and saying, we will buy everything and rent your horse and cart. Please have it ready this morning. Okay, and where is that going to? Going to? Guildhall. Okay. I'm sending cool. breakfast to the Guildhall. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. um, we'll come back to what you guys are, are doing with a nice person with a bunch Sweet. of pastries. Sorry we can't bring your loved ones back. Here's a donut. <laughs> have a chocolate croissant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even... Burst. I'm so sorry, my husband. I can't. Can I have donuts? Sorry for the guild only. Oh God. <laughs> um, excellent. You're you're doing a very bardly thing, taking your voice of the crown and um, letting Quinn get some get some rest and documenting everything that you know happened, everything that was in your head. That oh, Chris isn't wrong. It's like once once if you take what the celestial dragon told you and now what you just experienced, you're like. We should just write write a book and call it the Bible. <laughs> um, you know a lot, so jotting down all these things on separate par parchments. The Annie, that way everyone prays to it. <laughs> um, so besides documenting coffee, um, and eggs Benedict, anything else? Nope, that would be a brief morning, and then I'd ask to go back to the guild hall for a little bit. Cool. Uh, do you want to join the pastries on their the, their way? No, if they're already on their way, I'll just fly myself. Okay. Well, okay. and I'll press if you want some of it. Sounds good. good. I'll just get on, on my back. Unless it's like falling behind, I guess I'll just fly <laughs> myself. He's like, grab your horns. Love Swiss that. Swiss Army yeah. wife. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, then, to keep time in line here, I'm going to have to deviate from you yes. again. Uh, well, one more scene here, then we'll take our break, okay? Your guys sound good? Yeah. Um, Earth. Um, as you come around the corner here and you go over, um, you see Aristan just looking over the bodies that are still covered. Fortunately, didn't didn't or, or, or anything, so there is. Good as you're going to get. Did you cast anything on them, or did you just leave them to the? the it elements? would have taken four hours to do so. So honestly, I imagine Norman probably would have, and then used uh, the dream jar to get as actual rest. Mm, there you go. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. At least so they'd be as fresh as they possibly could be for people picking them up, and that they couldn't be raised from the dead tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I did all the digging then while you did that. <laughs> you and other people too. Yeah. Um, as you come around the way, you just see Aristan there. You see his silhouette from the back, his black um, Agostonian military jacket, the half cape behind him, his arms still in a sling after all this time. 
Um, you don't see his telltale trail of smoke from the from the cigar he often has. You just see his silhouette there as he's looking over the bodies, looking over the stones that you've stolen, the graves, this, um, grave markers is the word I should be using, that you've made the names of them slowly walking down the row. As I think um, you certainly, like, I mean, Inigo will give you respectful, like, 10 feet to go up first. Inigo has um, Aristotle's coffee, and he hands it to, to you to give, to give to him. So Inigo's there listening in, but I'm going to level up. He's being respectful, like, because, again, there's a weird delineation, even though it was only a few few years, which is, this entire campaign is like a year, so it's wild to think that, but... Um, there was a delineation, like your connection to Aristan is different than your connection with anyway. Inigo's connection with Aristan is different too. It's a weird triangle um, thing there. So, <laughs> triangle. <laughs> Pink eye, no. <laughs> All right. So you walk up, presumably. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, I'll offer him his coffee and say, "Take it." What are you doing here? My game's kind of over, as you can see. Is that what it is, then? It's over? And that would make sense. Tough night. We had plenty of those, too, didn't we? What have you done, Earth? How many more are you going to send to their graves? I'm sorry for what it's worth. I know you didn't ask for this. You don't want it. You're brimming with the hate of it. But, gods, you also know you're the reason plenty of fuck aren't going to be getting up tomorrow. When pain hits, people flock to comfort and love. Your teeth and last good boy already doing so. He says quietly, and even your most trusted, his eyes flicker over your shoulder. Is rightly smitten too. So we might not share any love one and another. Well, who else do we really have? And he'll clink his tin cup to yours, whether you like it or not. Just a little tink. What do you need? What can I do? You ain't gotta bear this alone. It's what the old. It's what he would would want. I know that. Well, you say some pretty stupid shit for being the smartest guy I know, but... Yeah. If you think any of this responsibility is on me... Then you don't understand this enemy. I don't. I'd like to be educated. I'm stepping up. 
for what it's worth. I'm not blaming you, but if there's not a part of you that at least says, if I hadn't chosen my guild to be here, at least these 19 would, would, would still be alive. Well, that's her decision to make. I can't get that out of my head constantly. That must suck to carry that weight. What I ain't do doing that. What do you do to not? What are your next steps? I don't have a plan yet. I like that. Because if you had a fucking plan that fast, it'd mean that you were assuming something like this was gonna happen, didn't have any contingencies. So I'm gonna assume you got caught with your pants down once. We all know we all did back in the, in the past. Dead Doe included more times than one. So, you point where I can help besides keeping grieving people off your doorstep. That's where I'll be. All right, well, I'll let you know when I need a wipe. It's more of a two-handed job for you, isn't it? And he kind of like lamely lifts up his... I I always know you're capable of great things. Well, he'll walk past you a bit toward um, toward Inigo and give up. Um, to Inigo. Inigo is like I still heard it when you were being very quiet. Just in full dis dis disclosure. Very 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 perceptive. Understood. Congratulations, by the way. Nobody knows what you're talking about. We all know. I've been here for two fucking days, and I, it's it's obvious. As that happens, Norman, where are you right now? After this happened here, Aristan came and pulled Earth and Inigo away. Morningstar is still with you if you want her to be, but she can find herself busying herself in many other ways. Where does Norman go both physically and mentally after the morning, the mm -hmm. seven minutes he's been awake so far? Tending to the garden, I think. Sowing seeds. Okay. Alone? Probably with Kikwa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Morningstar for as long as she's not bored. <laughs> Morningstar will eventually, after like, like literally 30 seconds, be, be like, I really should help with the um, weapons. They, they need to be stitched and sharpened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hey. It's not okay. But it is what it is, right? Yeah. It is what it is, at this point. So. You should be definitely not kicking yourself for inviting me here, because if I wasn't here, things may have been worse. So think about it that way. Yeah. No, I am. So. I'm glad that you were able to get some experience, though not the way I was just hoping for. Yeah, me either. But 
I am glad I was here. Yeah. Thanks for beating some no laughs. She'll go help them. Lorraine and others tend to the myriad weapons that were just left. You know, mm-hmm. after the previous night, clean, cleaning them, washing them, sharpening them, fixing them, making making new arrows and such. Mm-hmm. You're sowing seeds with Kikwa. Um, and Ivan. And Ivan. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's everybody so sad about? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Fire. <laughs> you hear a voice in your head that says do you have a moment to talk this is a dragonborn friend mm-hmm. yes I'm currently at the guild the me gods. too hmm? me too uh, is that still in my head about the eastern side. Alright. <coughs> I will go up the eastern side. Yeah, okay. keep on. Let me be sure about this actually. I mean I'll change this if I have to, but I believe it takes one foot of stone to block the message mm-hmm. camp trip. So I think that could probably go through a door or a wall or whatnot. So Yeah, probably. Um a gap in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he jumps real high. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I see you over there. Um, you walk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk out, and you see uh, who you have to assume is him, though he's disguised in a very, very casual way, just like picking um, roots and flowers and mm-hmm. these such. As you come up, the only person you don't recognize from this this place and he looks at you human human formed let's see it he takes it from from you his eyes flash for a moment closes it flips it around presses it the back of it opens up with you further into the woods and you um, come across another uh, figure that's there a human uh, with sort of like like very white blonde hair sort of the thing mustache um, short hair swept to the side wearing one of those sorts of uniform jacket things that you mm-hmm. saw before. His fairly immaculate and a very, very nice rapier basket hilt at his side. It's a full solid ten minute like walk for you and Srikanth, mm-hmm. who does not speak, um, just holds up a finger. Anytime that you might try, try to speak, just holds up a, f- f- a finger. Mm-hmm. <coughs> not until we're safe. is the only thing I'll say to you. You walk up, see this other figure who will hug to you. Look at Street Count. Nods to him. Nod, 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 nod. Um, this human figure pulls out from his 
Jack get a glimmering, shining, pearlescent key. Mm-hmm. And we'll stick it in, what looks like sticking in a tree, but you see that it's sinking into space with like a ripple there. Mm-hmm. And he twists it, and a rectangle appears there. Mm-hmm. And there's just like an entirely different space within. And Sri Khan says, in. You enter, this figure enters, door closes there. You enter into a place that is a beautiful room of a mansion, a magnificent mansion, you one might say. say. Mm-hmm. Um, now, people <clears throat> use Morton Kane's magnificent mansion to make full blown mansion things it actually does have a specific square foot footage amount mm-hmm. that it has so it's not a very big space the entire mansion is maybe the size of our entire upstairs if you carved up that whole stuff mm-hmm. there, right so it's got a nice little like foyer air area uh, um, coat, coat hangers for you to hang things you see like an astrolabe sort of thing in the center slowly spinning there is a um receptionist for lack of a better word receptionist desk there ha- mm-hmm. ha- half moon up uh, up away um there's nobody there but then you do see there is something there just like a vaguely upside down triangular shaped spectral figure mm-hmm. but it has darker col- colors lighter colors and like a triangle here mm-hmm. so very very geometric butler sort of shape yeah that's right there there are stairs that crawl upwards, a room to, to the right, to the to the, the left. It's it's got an amount of space to it, but once you go too far, it just kind of seems like mist, like fog. Like you can't mm-hmm. go that that far. It's not as big as it, it immediately looks here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful red carpet. You're immediately met with one of those other um, spectral butler figures that comes up with a tray of wine. Um, or water, or a steaming cup of tea. In fact, that mm-hmm. places it before you, you I specifically. Yeah, I abstain for now. Street kind of walks you um, up the stairs, reaching that sort of wall of fog. Mm-hmm. Um, the place is plenty big enough to have had like a bedrooms with plenty of beds and all the amenities. There's obviously a kitchen somewhere, you don't see it, but there must be something where these things can, can come and go, go from ethereal as, as it might be. Um, as you go up this sort of fog wall, you can continue stepping forward, but as you step into it, kind of like, you can only see so much beyond. You reach out your hand, you kind of feel it like not stopping, but you wonder how far could I walk before I drop off into nothingness? Street camp stops and says, okay, good, come back. Take a few steps back. He opens up his pocket pop, pop, wash the, the back of it mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, Carlisle, he says to the, to, to the human. Human takes out a thin pair of metallic, like very thin old style reading glasses sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he puts that over here. Um, the oddity to it is even though it goes over both both ears, there's only one lens in it currently. The other one is currently open. Mm-hmm. And he pops his out. 
puts that in his pocket, hands it to Srikanth, who has dis- dismissed his useless reform, takes the back of your watch, mm-hmm. and pries a little glass plate in it out, mm-hmm. pops it in, and puts it on your head. Mm-hmm. As he does so, he, he says, close the close the, the other eye. As you close the other eye, you look only through this one, things are very clear. You can suddenly know exactly. If you walk about 15 feet more forward, the hallway turns a bit. And as you walk through and turn a bit, there is a doorway there before it leads to more mist and fog and whatnot else, things you can't, can't quite see. Mm-hmm. There is a doorknob there, and you just hear Street Count's voice, as if from miles away, saying, Should we have a to go in? He's waiting for you, or he's, he's expecting you. Uh, I'll go see who he is. You step into a massive office area, though 90% empty. The sort of immaculance here that can only exist either in the ultimately rich or something that doesn't actually exist. Something that has no actual worth. Something that I can create in <coughs> space that can look opulent, but nothing that exists here is real. And what you see at a desk there, writing with quill and ink, is bald head the mustache goateed form of Morden King. And we'll take our break right there. Good, I'm gonna go shoot myself. <laughs> right.